Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the iCouple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner. And we are coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. We'll do a lot. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And this right here, the odd couple, is the way sports talk Radio should be, so keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83, however you may be listening, and you won't be disappointed. That said, let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. What's up, man? What's happening, Mr. Chris Broussard? How are you? I am great. I am great, and uh, looking forward to a good show. Uh, yes. What's today at Worship Wednesday? I am looking forward to it. We got a lot of yes. stuff to talk about, including the yes. now late Bobby Knight coming up. We're going to do that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, so we will uh, welcome in the iCouple crew. Super producer Rob G is in the house on the ones and twos. The one and only DJ Alex Teicher, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan, uh, on the updates. Our man Isaac Lowenkron Ilo uh, is the nickname. And on the social media, our man Elijah Sabunia. Greg Jennings, Super Bowl champion, will join us at the bottom of Who's the hour. Who is he touting this week? I'm just trying to figure out, you know? Like every time he touts somebody, they <laughs> Who is tank. He, touting? he was on first yeah. things first with me all week. So um I'll, we'll get to that it, for him. Chris, it looks recall. dark there. Is it dark? Is it starting to get yeah, dark? Yeah, I'm out? missing one of my lights. I, oh. I, I actually going to fix it during the break, but one of my lights is out. Just so, put a $100 uh, bill in there and use it as a, a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, we will get this fixed uh, in short order. But anyway, Rob, let's get to it. You mentioned it. Bobby Knight, the legendary coach, most notably uh, at Indiana University, uh, passed away, just broke, sh- uh, what, a few minutes ago, really. Um, and he uh, was 83 years old. And uh, Rob G, do you have, I, I mean, I don't know that we, we can list a few of his accolades, but uh, anybody that's followed college basketball knows that he is legendary and basically known as one of the all-time great college basketball coaches. Uh, my, I mean, I, I, you know, I lived in Indiana at, at, at the time. No, you coaching. did. Really? Yeah, yeah, I lived in you Indianapolis. You lived everywhere. That's what I'm just yeah. saying. It's unbelievable. I lived in Indianapolis when he was coaching at IU. That was actually the time when Isaiah Thomas was playing there and led them to the national championship. And um, I went to, I was six, I believe it was the summer between my sixth and seventh grade years. And I was going to, uh, I went to Bobby Knight basketball camp. And me and about, Four or five of my other friends, my brother, we went to Bobby Knight basketball camp. It was great. Stayed on the campus at Indiana, stayed in the dorms. Um, Every night, you know, we'd obviously be playing during the day. And every night we would watch, after dinner, we would watch movie, you know, like some basketball movie, where there was more like a documentary or something like that about a great team, great player, whatever. And then Bobby Knight would come in and talk uh, about, you know, basketball, about those players and stuff like that. Isaiah, Rob, now Isaiah came in. It was the summer, I believe, after his freshman year. And he had a great freshman year. And he told us, um, you know, he gave us a nice little speech about the importance of academics and everything. And he said he was going to stay, and he does take academics seriously. And he, was, he would not go early to the NBA because he wanted to graduate. And, of course, the next year he led him to the national championship and then went to the NBA. <laughs> and I can't blame him, um, but he did go back and get his degree, and Isaiah now is a Ph.D. And so he's very, you know, I know Isaiah well, and he's very, very much about education. But, yeah, th- that's my personal memory of him. Obviously saw him from afar as a great basketball coach. And uh, there was a lot of controversy surrounding him for sure. Um, but he had a lot of success uh, as it was. Yeah, I think when I think of Bobby Knight, um, unfortunately, uh, as great of a coach as he was, the three championships and all yep. that, the controversy and the bad stuff is what was the last part of his life and a major part of his story. You know, you can't tell his story, Chris, and gloss over what happened at the end. Like just, oh, well, you know, he just had one little bump of the head, and that was it. And you know what I mean? And you would say 95% good and 5% bad. It was bad stuff that he had to be fired from Indiana. Well, he so let's talk about it because he – at Indiana, he grabbed a kid around the neck. Wasn't that – was that it? He had touched You've people before. And that, right. that – he was told that he couldn't touch, you know, any students. Right. And he did it again. You know what I mean? After being warned and, and, and basically told 
But he was that kid. He was grabbing. Didn't he grab him? I yeah, around the neck. I can't remember his name. I also remember. I don't know if it was during he the NCAA tournament, Chris. He was. He had a whip at practice. He was popping a whip. I still remember yeah, that. That's crazy. I thought that was just like you couldn't do that today. Like if you had, a, you could. I mean, he he couldn't coach. I don't know that he could coach. He would have to totally change his coaching style. I mean, you can be hard on guys, and I I don't mind hard coaching. I mean, that's how I grew. We grew up like that's was coaching, but he went overboard. Like you said, grabbing the kid by his neck. Um, he threw a chair across the court. Right, game. which wouldn't be tolerated today. No. Uh, he also had very crass. You remember he said that, uh, I don't know if it was to an official or whatever, he wanted to be buried with no pants on or something so that, and he would be face down so that they could kiss his butt. You know, just oh, yeah. just stuff like that. But, and, but, but really yeah, to I mean, me, that, yeah. yeah, but to me I'm just saying like, like, there's no way, and, and no one, I mean, he had an unbelievable life and career. And right. and I'm just saying, there's no way that if you know anything about the man that you could divorce, Chris, the other stuff. It was just too big. He he became very complicated and embroiled in controversy after controversy. He never right. should have had to leave Indiana. You know what I mean? He never. Right. He, was, he never should have. But, but that he had to go to Texas Tech. And you know, in order to and coach now did that, I don't know if that ended badly. I can't recall all the details. Like I said, this just broke, but something happened there. He didn't finish his season there. But am I am I wrong on just saying that that the bad parts are big? I mean, it's well, just hard, hard to ignore. You, yeah, when you think of Bobby Knight, um, yeah, I mean, you think of his greatness as a coach, and like you said, nobody would or could take that away from him. But you definitely, like, really, second paragraph is, is you know, we talk, we use that as a term of, you know. Of, uh, right, it might not be in your phrase. lead. Yeah, right, and, right. And you, right, and, and it might be speech. like Bobby Knight was one of the all-time great college coaches, Chris, but his uh, second paragraph but his the legacy is, is right. not without controversy and right, conflict. Right. You know, like that would be right. the way it was was written. And, right. and, and he 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 got caught, and I'm not trying to excuse him because he was just wrong for some of the stuff. But you know, again, Rob, when he threw that chair across the court, I mean, it was a story. But I, he didn't, you know, he obviously didn't get fired or anything like that. He was that was an era when. College coaches, especially if they were successful, could essentially do what they wanted. And he got away with a lot of mess. And the way he talked to, you know, players and things like that. Um, and then, you know, as as things changed in society, um, and then, you know, some of the stuff you see on videotape, right? And uh, it became something you just couldn't stomach. And, and, um, and the one thing that doesn't matter what era – Touching someone else's child uh, was just, you know what I mean? Like that—that that was yeah. Never but I think I, I think back then, and I, there are certainly ways you can do it. But I, I don't know how choking the kid in college. Yeah, I mean that—that's like, like, like that's what got him fired. That's way right, right at Indiana. But I'm saying, um, I mean, I never saw. You know, I I gotta be. I don't think I ever saw a coach hit a kid, you know, or a player. At any level, I mean, I saw coaches maybe grab a face mask and drag a kid, 
to this spot on the field where you're supposed to be or something like that. But I, I never saw a coach hit a kid. Um, but he, yeah, he, he, it's controversial. Um, I think it's, you know, it's like we've been talking about <laughs> great play, whether we, we really James Harden has sparked that. Yeah, um, yesterday, right. Just about his. Harden, right, a Kyrie, a Dennis Rodman. People who have great legacies at what they do, but because things they did off the court um, or field also were so prominent. You know what I mean? That it's they always a, a part it's a of part your, of your story. Yeah, yeah it, it yeah. just does. And I just wonder, like, when you, Chris, and, and maybe we'll hear from the listeners, but when you hear his name, I guarantee you most people don't think about the three national championships. Really? I bet you, yeah, I think that they – I mean, I, I don't think that was three, obviously, but I think – I, 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 Let's think say I, this way. You mean they don't think of him as the great basketball coach? Is yeah, that that's, not, that's not the first thing that they think of. I, I think that's that, a good question. I, I think that that's not, not – I'm not saying that they don't know it or they don't know that he was a great coach or, or um, like, like, not like it doesn't matter. But I bet you his controversy and what he did and him grabbing a kid and getting fired, like, I think that's the first thing when you hear Bobby Knight, when you hear that name. Bobby Knight passed away. Oh, yeah, that was that old coach who was grabbing kids. And, and No, nah, but you know. I think that depends on your age. I agree that it, it would – I agree that, that the negative will be in there. Like, even me, when I saw, oh, wow, he died, I thought – Great coach and controversial. Like, and the things he did were wrong. You know what I mean? A lot of things he did were wrong. Um, I think younger people who really didn't see him, you know, at his apex, probably just think of that old coach that was doing those crazy things. And Chris, here's a, here's I think a story. Real our quick. age and older probably think of the great coach, but yeah, man, controversial too. Here's a, here's a name. This is a story from the New York Daily News. Uh, Neil Reed, former Indiana yes. basketball player, yes. who Bobby Knight choked at practice. This yep. this guy died at 36, not from that, but I'm just saying. Uh, what did he die from? Uh, I don't. He was 36 years old. I'm I'm looking at. Yeah, I actually now. remember. I, you remember that? Believe story? it or not, yeah. And in a rec league in New York, when I was at the New York Times, I actually played with him. It's, oh, did for you some really? Reason he was up there. Yeah, he was it, up. It at said he had some sort season. of Chris. I just saw like briefly before the paywall came up. He had some trouble breathing in the morning, and then uh, had a cardiac. Went into cardiac arrest. Wow. And couldn't be uh, resuscitated. Wow. But he was 36 years old when he died. But he was choked. By Bobby Knight yeah, at practice. Yeah, so there's yeah. one of those incidents. All right, 877-99 on Fox. Legendary college basketball coach Bobby Knight passed away. What are your thoughts about him? Um, does the bad outweigh the good? Your thoughts next. Chris and Rob, The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and sociopolitical factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that Gangster Rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. It is the Odd Couple on a Worship Wednesday. Rob Parker, Chris Broussard. That's right. And uh, coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios and we're in the final stretch to get tickets to uh, horse racing's biggest moment of the year the world's best are headed to Santa Anita for the Breeders' Cup uh, World Championships on November 3rd and 4th 
The countdown begins now. Get your tickets today at breederscup.com. Bobby Knight, controversial figure who has uh, passed uh, and leaves a complicated life uh, behind. We want to hear from you, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And what do you remember most about Bobby Knight? Is it about his basketball, being a great basketball coach, or is it, Chris, as we mentioned, the controversies uh, that uh, – he left behind. Let's, uh, let's, uh, we got a couple of people want to jump in. Let's start with Paul in North Carolina. You're on the odd couple Fox sports radio. What's up, Paul? Hey gentlemen. Always a pleasure to be on with you guys. Thank you. Uh, listen, Thank I think, you. I, I think the answer to your question is really going to be dependent upon who you ask. And by that, I just mean Bobby Knight's career was kind of a, a tale of, of two halves, no pun intended. You know, he won three championships from 76 to 87. I, I'm 43. It's been, you know, 35 years since he's won a national championship. I don't remember. I'm a diehard sports guy, so I, I know Bobby Knight was a great coach. But at my age, I don't remember him being a, a great coach. His Indiana right. teams were solid. Very rarely were they great after, you know, in the, in the 90s. So um, I think if you ask, you know, my generation and younger, they're only going to know the negatives because the, 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 the latter part of his career, as you guys have pointed out since the story broke, was just shrewd in controversy. And yeah, yeah. Let, let me so, say this though, as, as a guy right. who's that's older, a uh, as a guy older, when I and and I I was around. I remember when Bobby Knight was winning championships. I was covering college basketball in the '80s before I went to the NBA. And even for a guy like me, to me, those controversies are huge. And that's what I think of. That's when I hear Bobby Knight's name more so than just him being a great coach. I think with many people, I agree with the caller that it's going, like I said earlier, it's going to be depend on your generation. You're unique. And maybe you're not unique. Me, I mean, I certainly think of the controversies, but I don't, I would not, for me, they don't outweigh him being a great coach. And remember, Rob, he, this is how different it was back then. He coached the 84 Olympic team. And, and at that point, I was after he threw the chair. I'm, I'm pretty positive. Um, he, Michael Jordan was on that team. Remember, he called Michael Jordan the greatest player he had ever seen before Jordan even got to the NBA after coaching him in the and Don't Olympics. forget, uh, uh, him and Larry Bird couldn't come together. That's why right. Larry Bird, Bird didn't, didn't play for right. him. That's true. I thought that was an indictment of, of Bobby Knight, that a great but player. But then other, that, like Isaiah, loved him. Yeah. A lot it's of just players It's weird that Larry Bird did not want to play for Bobby yep. Knight. That says something. Mark, in Iowa, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Mark? Okay, first of all, I will comment on Larry Bird. Larry Bird would have, but he left Indiana because he had two pair of jeans and one shirt. He was very socially awkward at that point. Second point, it's your generation. The late 50s, 60s, Bobby Knight was the man. And I would have played Putting his hands well, on mean, people had nothing to do with the time 50s, frame. Late 60s. Yeah. You he was mean, great, right? But six, some of it does, though, Rob. Unfortunately, coaches nah, did. I, I, like, remember I Woody Hayes? Cho- choking a kid? Nobody's Woody, saying no, nobody's even, saying that. Even Woody, even Woody Hayes, when he grabbed the guy's face mask, Chris, back in that day, he was roundly criticized. Rob, he didn't get away I'm with not, that. Nobody okay, is now. saying he was. it was all right for him to choke a kid. What we're saying, it, the fact that Woody Hayes did that on national TV shows you it was happening. 
He didn't even think anything about it. He was wrong. You're right. He he cost him his career. But that was going on in co- at time at the time in college sports and practice and things like that. It doesn't mean it was right. That's my. I'm point. not saying yeah. it was right. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Now he's choking the kid. Well, we didn't hear from the caller. But no, no, he but that he was, was it. Wrong. We he was lost. About we lost fifty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, not when Bobby Knight was. Seventies. It was seventies. Yeah, seventies. Right. was great. Right. Seventies. But Bobby, he was gone, Chris. We, we, he, that's why we lost him. Okay. Uh, Justin in Syracuse. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. How we doing, guys? Second caller or second time caller? Sorry. Thank you, buddy. Uh, and I, just real quick before I get started, I wanted to ask uh, um, Chris. You know, what was he doing here in Baldwinsville? Did he go to SU at a Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, I lived in Baldwinsville from my seventh and eighth grade for about a year and a half outside of Syracuse. Okay. Are you uh, from uh, Baldwinsville? No. About oh, yeah. do I know where that's at, but I just was remembering that. Okay, I know you yeah, went to yeah. Columbia, but, you know. Anyway, so going back. No, Rob time, went to Columbia. Um, I'm originally from San Diego, and I, I can recall. Yeah. Oh, we, we got a bad. Through. Yeah, we okay. got bad. Um, we got a bad connection. I, uh, yeah, we yeah, lost him. Chris. Sorry about. Yeah, sorry about that. It just kept out. going in and out, so we couldn't really hear you. All right, it is the I couple, Chris and Rob. Greg Jennings around the corner, but first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is the I Couple, Chris Broussard, Rob Parker. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. Our next guest has theme music. He's also got muscles, Mr. Universe, literally. Super Bowl champion, Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst. First things first, NFL analyst as well. We welcome in the great Greg Jennings. That's right, right? I, I'm sorry if I asked you that before. It was, It is Mr. Universe, right? You are correct, my guy. Yeah, there it is, man. There it is. All right. Well, let's get to it. Greg, I Rob, pay to see Rob you, to... you know, Rob always picking with you, Greg. So I think he wants to go first. No, I'm, I'm Greg. I, you didn't say anything crazy this past week, so we're good. How are you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you did talking about Patrick Mahomes is good. He's, he, we've seen the height of Patrick Mahomes. I, I said it. Move. I said well, he might have played. That's what I said. That what Mahomes obviously isn't having his typical season. Look at Greg. But Greg got my takes. He's it, like, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, right. I mean, what are your thoughts on him? The receivers. What's the problem there? Yeah, well, look, Patrick Mahomes is he's not having that typical season that we're accustomed to seeing him having, which is, you know, he kind of places a band-aid over any anything that isn't right in Kansas City and within that offense but we've talked about this ad nauseum Chris like their receivers have failed them you know Travis Kelsey we we hear him on this podcast talking about it at great length like they're they are not executing and just getting it done. And for Travis Kelsey to talk about it, for Andy Reid to know it and talk about it, I'm sure they're, you know, just going over it over and over and over again in their meetings. Somebody has to step up. And that's what they've been accustomed to. And at this point in the season, no one has truly stepped up and become a factor in helping them write this this kind of detoured path that they're on. 
So, uh, but so, Patrick Mahomes ultimately has to play better. Oh, I was going to say, so So the eight interceptions are on the terrible receiver. No, Is that what happened? No, I'm, I'm not, asking. I'm not. I mean, we, we've seen them drop and get picks, but I'm not at all trying to excuse Patrick Mahomes' play because we we are seeing a different version of him, and I think a large part of it is because of what has these, – these guys have kind of let him down, and so he's been forcing things that he ordinarily, in my opinion, wouldn't force. All right, let me ask you this. Of course, the big firing in the NFL, uh, Josh McDaniels, and I've been saying it's beating this drum forever. Uh, you know, everybody's in love, was in love with him. He got three jobs in the NFL. He stood up the Colts at the altar, Greg. You remember he took the, accepted the job and then didn't show up and said he didn't want to take that. He won his first six in Denver, and then it was downhill. He also got busted for cheating and, and recording signals on a team from the opponents uh, in, in London. And now he comes to the Raiders that was a playoff team when he got there and the last two years have been horrific. What do you make of Josh McDaniels and how much is he to blame for this mess in, in uh, Las Vegas? Well, you just laid it all out. This was a playoff team the year prior to his arrival. And so for me, like it, it is what it is. He he's a good offensive coordinator. He's not a good head coach. That's just, those are the facts. I'm with I mean, you on that. The proof is in the pudding. I, I don't take away who he is as a coach from an offensive coordinator position, but as a head coach, it's a different it's a different lane, and he hasn't proven that he can operate and be successful in that lane. Greg, what is needed? Because there are a lot of. Guys that were, I mean, most of the guys that came out of Belichick's tree or a lot of them that were coordinators obviously were good and they had success, but then as head coaches, they didn't. He has a and terrible we point tree. To other, yeah, other, but other defensive or offensive coordinators who couldn't hack it as a head coach. What is it that a guy needs who may know the game great, may have been a great coordinator? What is it that he needs to be a great head coach? Not just McDaniel, but anybody. Well, I think there has to be a sense of awareness of relatability with players. And I think when you think of the guys that have kind of come off of that Bill Belichick tree, that's that's not who they are. Like we, I, I can give you an example, D'Amico Ryan, who was highly sought after prior to even him accepting this Houston job this year, previous years, but decided, you know what, nope, let me stay and wait and get a little bit more experience and exposure and tutelage from what who I believe does it the right way in Kyle Shanahan and and learn how to handle different things and ask the right questions instead of just the first time you are talked about of being ready to take these head coaching positions, you just jump off the bandwagon of the success train that you're on and just go get these jobs trying to do it your way without being relatable. And when you think I, – I love Coach Mangini. I love, you know, McDaniels when he's in the offensive coordinator's position. Um, O'Brien – like, there are so many of them, but they're, they have a reputation of not being player coaches. And they have this thought of, well, if I'm a player coach, nobody's going to respect me. No, you get more respect mm. when you are a guy that the players feel like they can just – kind of shoot the stuff with as well as come to you with X's and O's and respect and have input and you take it into consideration. 
Greg, let me ask you about uh, Brock Purdy and the three-game losing streak and the interceptions and where he's headed. Some some people are like, see, I told you so. Uh, some people are like, it's just a bump in the road. I think he's closer to this guy than he is to the guy in the first 10 games where he was flawless and unbelievable with all the weapons and everything going his way. I think he's closer. I'm not saying that this is who he is, but he's closer to the bad Brock Purdy. Where are you on him uh, at this point? Um, I, I think I, it's it's unfair for me to say he's closer to the bad Brock Purdy. Uh, and I, I say that only because um, if we're being honest with ourselves – he, we're we're not we're giving him this situation or giving him putting things on him as if he's not a rookie or he wasn't a rookie last year. We put it we're putting an expectation on him because of how great of a team he has taken over and expecting him to just be an elite guy. What the problem is? He's young. And he is going to have made those mistakes. There's a reason why he didn't get drafted as high as he did. He's Mr. Irrelevant. I'm not saying that he couldn't have been drafted higher, but there's a reason why you get overlooked. And it's hard for guys to be that Tom Brady. Just, they just don't happen. And so when you have a guy like that, you have to lean on what you do well. And Kyle Shanahan has to bear some of this blame. They've gotten away from running the football as much as they had been in the first few weeks of the season and allowing the picture to be a lot cleaner for him. He's still maturing as a quarterback, and I think he's somewhere. I think he is what we saw, and I think this is what he is as well. But I don't think this. I don't think he's closer to this. It, we just have seen them get away from what uh, provides him the opportunity to be so successful. Uh, we're joined by Super Bowl champion Greg Jennings here on the Odd Couple. Greg, Rob and I both picked the Baltimore Ravens to win the AFC and get to the Super Bowl. What um, do you think they have enough? And I guess really their defense obviously is strong. Their run game is strong. Lamar is, you know, a good quarterback, obviously. Do you think they have the receivers? Is that kind of their greatest weakness? And the receivers have been okay but they haven't been they don't have like a superstar like some of these other teams. Do you think that's their biggest weakness or what if anything is going to keep them from getting to the Super Bowl, what will it be? Well, before I answer that question, I I'm out on the Baltimore Ravens just because you both are in on them. So that Oh means wow. <laughs> you mean you mean the guy who picked Daniel Jones as a top right, 10 quarterback right. and, the, and the guy who said the Lions was the best team, team in the league. NFL? That's the guy who's <laughs> no, out on the Ravens. Well, Rob, that's- that's dead, Rob. Quit bringing up old news. Uh, so, so, no, I think right now we we expected their offense to struggle and to, to evolve eventually as the season progressed. We, th- we knew it was going to be a learning curve. What we didn't expect is for all the weapons that they do have to not be as effective as we would have hoped that they would be. Like, their best receiver is they they Flowers. Clearly, point blank. And Mark Andrews hasn't been as impactful uh, and effective as we've seen him in years past. But it doesn't mean that they can't can't get it done. But if if they are to be that team that you guys believe that they can be, and I, I do too, to a degree, because their defense has been a lot better than what any of, at least I expected. Uh, they they have to get more production. 
They have to get more production because we've seen this happen in the post or in the in the regular season. In the postseason, when you're forced to throw the ball, no one steps up. And I'm not saying it's Lamar's fault this time, but they don't have the weapons that we thought that they would. Um, and those weapons haven't stepped up to the plate. And the last thing is Odell washed up, finished. What what's his deal? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah. Look, we were, we all were like, man, it's exciting that he's going there. But the reality was, he's older, and he's, he's trying to. They wanted him to fill in kind of a one, one a position. He, he's not that, that anymore, is he's he? Not, he's just not that anymore. And that's the, those are the hard facts to swallow when you are Odell. I've been that player. We've all, we all get there, and we. Yeah, don't I remember all, that. Never Shut up. Wow. He used to be awesome. I only remember the good Greg Jennings. That's the only one I remember. I appreciate that, Rob. See, you know, I'm that kind of guy. You know, I'm a I'm the nice guy. You know that. Hey, but Greg, don't you think that I mean, I'm not saying they knew OBJ had declined this much, but I looked at some of that was like they were giving him a nice payday, and it really you mean was, a retirement package. It felt That's like, yeah, was. it was kind of to appease Lamar to some degree. They should have yeah, waited, think, maybe gave it to D Hop. Yeah, I, I think I think it might have been uh, had a lot to do with just their relationship and what it was at the time with Lamar, and trying to ensure that look, we we want you to be our quarterback of the future. We just got we haven't come to terms uh, because. I, there is no way in, in in their right mind they thought that Odell Beckham would be the guy that he was five years ago. That's just right. unrealistic. Right. All right. That is our man, Mr. Universe, Greg Jennings. Good stuff, brother. That was great, Greg, and we didn't fight at all. My man. No, we Thank did you. not. No, we did not, man. That's we can hug show. it out next time. No doubt. My man. See you soon. All right, all right bro. See you tomorrow on First Things First. More eye couple coming your way. Corey Seager hitting the ball like Reggie Jackson. Really? He is. That's next. Eye couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on... 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. It's the iCouple. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place is a wonderful thing. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, it's time, y'all, for Shekel City. Welcome to Shekel City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. So, Chris, you know I was hotter Uh-oh. than a firecracker. <laughs> and yesterday I got a reminder of why those buildings are so big and tall in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, and three. Cycle City came crashing down last night. It burnt down to the ground. Did you start putting more money up? No, actually, I, I said this to Rob G., I stay consistent because I've been betting like 50 bucks, you know, and winning that kind of money, you know? Right. So last night I only bet 50 bucks and 0 for 3, so it was not uh, not a good day for yours 0 truly. 0 for 3. Say it again. I was, That's I called was, being humbled. I was 0 and 3. I was you humbled yesterday. You were getting yesterday. proud. Pride cometh before the fall, Rob. You should know that. You know your I, Bible. You should yes, know that. Yes, I, w- I was wrong <laughs> on the picks last night, but here we go. I'm not. Let's go. Let's not give up. Shekel City, here we go. The best bet, I'm taking the Denver Nuggets minus two and a half. They're in Minneapolis to take on the T-Wolves. I got the Mavericks minus four and a half, Chris, hosting the Chicago Bulls. And I got the Rangers minus one and a half runs, Chris, to win, win this World Series and wrap it all up in five games and they don't go back to uh, – Wow. Arlington, I think it's all over. Last night was unbelievable to me uh, where they are, especially, Chris, after getting the news that Garcia and Scherzer were done, right? They just came out and went nuts. Went nuts. Yeah. That told me something about that team. They didn't fret. They didn't cry. But, again, 0-3 last night. Here we go. Let's try to go 3-0 tonight. Uh, Nuggets minus 2.5 at the T-Wolves. Mavericks minus four and a half hosting the Bulls and the Rangers in the desert of Arizona minus one and a half runs. And remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. All right, Rob. Well, Rob G, you know, we obviously talked to him before the show, Rob, and he is so excited because he thinks he's found like a gym. Uh, 
just out of the blue. Like he 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 wants to take a shot at one of the legends of Don't our say youth, it say it isn't so. And now, and look, we're not down on Corey Seager. He is having a phenomenal postseason. Three, and three home runs and in the first yeah, four World Series games. Absolutely. So he, he is on track to be the MVP, and deservedly so. And great for him uh, to, to come back like this so strong. But Rob G. Rob is saying, what's the difference between him and Reggie Jackson? What, Re, what, Rob, Rob G., G get on the mic. Good, no, the facts before the feelings, fellas, let me tell you. They have you, now Mr. October, Mr. October. Well, you need to start calling uh, Corey Seager Mr. October Part 2. It's November 1st, isn't it? They have both played, good point, they have both <laughs> played 77 career postseason oh, games. I'm about okay. to die when I hear this stat. Corey Seager now has 19 homers in those 77 playoff games. Reggie Jackson only got 18. Weak. They also have the same number of postseason RBIs with 48. How about at bats? They're more. How many? You at know bats? what, Rob? Don't don't talk about stats that you don't want to know right now. I okay. want to know about really, no. It's not at good. Bats. Yeah, Reggie Jackson's still more efficient. His uh hits at a higher average and the OPS is higher. Thank you. But Chris, there we go. But, I knew I knew Corey Seager had way more at bats. And, and look, Reggie Jackson. <laughs> Is a two-time World Series MVP, 73 and 77, including the, the legendary one with the Yankees, right? Yes. yes. But assuming this goes the way we think it's going to go, this Corey will be... Seager will be a two-time World Series MVP himself with plenty more baseball in front of him. No, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he won with the Dodgers. Chris was the MVP, yep. and he's a big-time player when I was he's in clutch. Arlington. He hit the two-run home run in the bottom of the ninth to save yep. them in game one. Right? Saved them. They could have been down 0-2 coming back yep. uh, uh, to Arizona. And instead, uh, he's huge. But I'm going to say this. And, Chris, you might remember this. You, I know you're a little younger than me. But when Reggie Jackson hit those three home runs on three consecutive right. That's, pitches, that was, what was, that was incredible. Yeah. That's legendary. And that was with Oakland, wasn't it? No, with the Yankees. That was, against, that was with the Yankees. He did something similar with Oakland. Or yeah, he was he went well they they won three World great, Series right yeah 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 but no he was I mean Reggie Jackson was larger than life and Corey Sager is building his legacy as we speak all right it's the Odd Couple two hours left y'all know what to do keep it locked MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season and so are we I'm Tori Deal and I'm Anissa Ferreira the wait is over guys All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town South Africa for the prize of $300,000 and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to MTV's official Challenge Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford 
a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care and we'll see you there.